right. I got this new microphone here. Um, I was gifted a blue snowball microphone. So I'm sitting here trying to make it make it do what it do. Uh, look, my brother's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. My actual real life brother. <laughs> my real life brother is in the chat, y'all. Hold up, let me put him on screen. This is my younger brother right here, ladies and gentlemen. My blood brother. The one who disapproves of my political decisions. My blood brother. You know, I have to answer to him. You know what I'm saying? Or he's gonna he's gonna disown me from the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my brother, though. You know what I mean? That's my brother. He's he's a smart dude. He's in law school, doing his thing, married to a black woman's real nice young woman. Real nice. They make a lovely couple. One day they're gonna pop out some some chocolate babies. One day, so I could become an uncle. You know, one day that's gonna happen. But uh, you know, so it is. So I want to show y'all this video, right? Because this kind of this this video that somebody sent me kind of surmises most black people when it comes to politics, right? This is how most black people think when it comes to politics. All right. Let me, let me show you all this video. Give me a second. Let me put it on screen. So I want you all to check this out. But shout out to my brother. That's my that's my real brother, y'all. In case y'all are wondering. He used to do the podcast with me before he got married and got saved and changed and all that stuff. But let's check out what old girl. Hopefully y'all can hear this. Hold up. Let me, where's the play button? Here we go. Check this out. Can y'all hear this? Let me know. Check this out. Can y'all hear this? Let me know. Why does this thing sound so low? Can y'all hear this? Y'all can't hear it. All right. Uh, let me see if I can. Let me let me adjust it. Hold up. I don't know why this why the volume so low on this. Hold on. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna play it through my my brand new microphone. But y'all y'all see what old girl looking like? I'll put it back on the. Uh, this is what she this is what she talking about. Hold on. Let me let me put it up here. Hold on. My apologies, y'all. Uh, here we go. I'm just gonna play it through the mic. Uh oh. Y'all, y'all type a. My bad. Y'all type like a one if y'all can hear. She'll so start talking louder in a second. Okay. I was watching some videos. Um, you know, just kind of playing catch up with all this stuff that's going. Uh oh, what the heck? Why is this doing this? Oh, here we go. You know, I, I. Ah, this is getting on my nerves. You know, I, I just want to ask a question to the people all over uh, this country, in particular uh, African Americans and the allies of African.
African-Americans. What do you want? What, what do you really want? Because you got, because uh, when Jay-Z went over there to talk to the NFL people, you didn't like that. Now you got, now you got Ice Cube who's going over talking to both parties trying to get some shit if you don't like that. You say you want black men to step up. They're trying to step up, but every time they step up, you tell them they're stepping wrong. Okay. Then, then you got you have Puffy. Remember, Puffy had said a while ago that our vote is is not for free. That our vote is for sale. Black folk votes is for sale. But now all of a sudden he's talking about we we got to vote Trump out. We got we, we can't take four more years. This is my question. You can't take four more years, but you took 47 of the other niggas? What, what's going on here? You can't do basic math? You can't take four more years of someone who has actually helped do the research. The employment rate for black people was at its highest within these last three years. The HBCUs have gotten their money and he signed a document that said they can get them. If the list goes on and on and on, I'm not going to sit up here and play these games with you people. What do you want? Are you so angry and so upset with Trump that you can't see truth no more? Is that what's really going on? You just refuse to see the truth because you're just so upset with Trump and upset with Trump. About what? 47 years of bullshit. And when somebody is trying to go over somewhere else and to talk and to negotiate, then you don't like that. Maybe you just like getting your ass whooped. Maybe you just, maybe that's what you like. And you and then and then and then you you like to get your ass whooped and then complain about the ass beating and so forth and so on. Maybe that's just the thing that you like. It's called insanity, but that's okay. If that's what you like, then just say that. So then we can go on about our business. Because it doesn't make any sense to keep saying you want this, you want that, you want this, and then people trying to help you get it, and then you get mad about that. I, I, I'm just I'm concerned. I'm really concerned. What do you want? What do you want? And do you care who gets it to you? Do you want what you want and not care who gives it to you? Or do you care who gives it to you, which then changes what you really want? Mm. All right, all right, all right. So there you have it, folks. That is Black people summed up in about three minutes and 20 seconds when it comes to political ideologies that that's it that is literally black people in america when it comes to political beliefs and ideologies these clowns by the masses do not know what they want they don't know what the heck they want they just they just love a lot of black people are addicted to victimology y'all addicted to it addicted to being victims all the freaking time and it's so sad and pathetic this is this is one of the reasons why i voted for trump because i know i got some people asking me oh, who you voted for trump i remember i went down to uh i did my early voting earlier this week right i'm in there filling out my ballot i gotta go turn in my ballot 
there's this black woman who's taking the ballots. Nice lady. You know, she's like, she's like, she's like, uh, you know, check to make sure your, your numbers are matching up before you put it into the machine to scan it. I was like, yeah, my numbers match. So I put them, I put the ballot into the machine so the machine can scan my ballot and count my vote. I saw her look at who I had marked down for the president. And then I looked at her and she cut her eyes at me something serious, y'all. And I just put us, well, I had my mask on my face, but I just kind of smiled. I, I, I flashed my eyebrows at her and then, you know, went on about my business. <laughs> but, you know, to get back to old girl over here, this is, in my opinion, this black woman has surmised black folks when it comes to voting. They don't know what they want. They, they Negroes will get up on here on social media. Hey, what up, Kay? What up, everybody? Negroes will get up on here on social media and in real life. And they'll talk about all this crap they want. We want this. We want that. We want this. We want that. The moment one of these other Negroes like Ice Cube goes out there and attempts to even speak to the other side. <laughs> Negroes is we cancel Ice Cube, cancel Ice Cube. It's like, wait a second. Don't you niggas want something? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with him going to talk to? Uh, hold on. This is my brother right here. This is my brother. Hey, brother, I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put the link up in here, and you come on up on here. This is actually my real life brother. Cause see, my brother is one of these y'all. Love him to death, but he's a freaking nutcase when it comes to politics with a lot of other people in my family. Because if you ask my brother or any other person that I know in real life, you know what the only reason they can ever give as to why they don't like Trump? Because he racist. That's literally what anybody ever says. Nobody has ever, I'm talking about in real life or online, I've yet to come across anybody to give me a, a, a valid excuse other than they believe Trump to be a racist. And that's why they ain't going to vote for him. They can't name any policy that has harmed black folks. Nothing. As in literally nothing. Of course, they'll throw out some uh, health care, health care, coronavirus and health care. I'm like, name something specific for black folks. And then the crazy thing is when it comes to this healthcare crap, I know people in real life that get free healthcare just like me. <laughs> and complain. That's like everybody that I know that's complaining about healthcare has healthcare, whether they getting it through their company or they paying it out of their own pocket. I don't think I've ever, I, I can't, I don't know anybody that doesn't have healthcare that, that's made themselves readily identifiable to me. But other than that, I don't know of anybody that can, nobody has presented to me any logical argument as to why that, that, that Trump is, uh, why, why they won't support Trump. Like, here go my brother again. Here go my brother. He's a liar. That should be good enough. Tyrone, all politicians are liars, to include your beloved Joe Biden. Since when did lying begin with Donald Trump? All politicians lie. Didn't we go to war? Didn't we invade Iraq on a lie? Didn't uh, Bill Clinton get up there Talking about he didn't do nothing with um with old girl. <laughs> what was old girl? Monica Lewinsky. And they and they uh impeached him over that. Turns out he was in there getting sloppy toppy in the White House. All politicians lie. What what's so different about Trump's lies? <laughs> Name me something Trump has done. 
because every black person that I know has been employed before this whole pandemic hit. I don't over the last three and a half years, every Negro that I know in real life has had a job and was making some decent money. Every last one of them. I don't recall seeing none of these Negroes going to food pantries out there doing the moonwalk in front of the local convenience store trying to get some change thrown in their cup. Everybody was eating good. I know niggas that bought brand new houses and cars. Everybody's 401ks was doing good. Niggas is taking trips all over the place for the past three years. And I'm not just talking about people in my family. I'm talking about people outside of my family as well. Everybody eating good, living good. Everybody was getting fat over the last three years to include me. So show me where the policies have hindered your life. Everybody was getting it out there. I don't know of any productive black person working a regular job. Oh, here come my brother with this craziness. The residual of Obama. Well, guess what? All this stuff is residual when you're in the first term, Tyrone. All this stuff bleeds over. But Trump been president for three years. Niggas ain't gone to war in three years. No active war has been started. Remember that? Remember Trump got elected. Everybody's like, he going to take us to war. Niggas ain't been to war in three years, B. They just been hanging out dealing with the residual of Obama when Obama bumped the troop levels up in Afghanistan. You remember that, Tyrone, when I got deployed to Afghanistan 10 years ago? That was thanks to Obama. In case you didn't know that, he wanted to bump the troop levels up. Guess what? I went over there and did my civic duty as a, an American patriot. <laughs> that was residuals of Obama, too. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, but regardless of that, I can't find one black person to present to me a valid reason as to why I shouldn't vote for Trump. I don't want to hear this racist crap. Joe Biden been in office 47 years. Your own VP pick got on national TV at a debate and accused you of supporting racism. When, when Biden didn't want to integrate the bus systems. What are we talking about here? How are you going to have your own VP accuse you of racism on national TV at a debate? And you got the nerve to run around here talking about Trump racist? <laughs> your own VP accused you of it. But then all of a sudden that went out the window when he selected her. I don't know why he selected her. Because Charlemagne told him to. <laughs> no, I need to get y'all the black women's up in there. So we can get the black votes and, and all this crap. <laughs> uh, but this is how this is how all these nutcase liberals think, right? And you know what's so funny? Let me let me tell you what's so crazy about 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 liberals, right? I grew up in a household that was kind of a conservative household, conservative values. I come from a two-parent household, mother and father. They both was on me and my brother's asses about doing homework. Ask my brother Tyrone about the countless hours we spent at the kitchen table doing homework when our grades was horrible. Because we had mother and father that actually gave a damn about us doing homework. Ask my brother. This is part of the reason why his ass is in law school right now. Ask him and his twin brother. We grew up in one of them households. Now, I've heard once or twice, you better not come home with no white girl. I heard that. 
I grew. I, I had that lesson once or twice. You better not come home with no white girl. They'll never admit to it, but that, that was told to me before. I grew up in one of them houses too. I told you guys when when I remember y'all. I remember the one. I remember um I had gotten trouble. It was like the fifth grade. Y'all want to know what my punishment was for having bad grades in the fifth grade? My dad made me read Malcolm X's autobiography. That was my punishment. <laughs> now. We all know who Malcolm X is, right? Malcolm X, one of the great black leaders of, of, in, in, of all time. Didn't Malcolm X have a serious disdain for liberalism? Like, isn't there video footage of Malcolm X out there denouncing liberalism? So <laughs> I grew up in one of these households. You know what I'm saying? Where conservatism, whether they realized they were engaged in it or not, was kind of the norm. So now it amazes me when I have conversations with my brother and others, how they're like these liberal looney tunes. Like take my brother, for instance, right? My brother's married, goes to church, has a, like I say, he has a very lovely wife, my sister-in-law, very, very lovely woman, very intelligent, right? They some good church going black folks. And I, you know, that's their thing. I'm not really the church going black person like that. I mean, I've never really been into the church like that. I've been to church, but I never really gotten to it, to it. My brother, he's into it, living his best life. I want nothing but the best for my brother. You know what I'm saying? If my brother ever needs me for shit and I can do it, I'll do it. And I've done it before in the past. So that's, 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 that's not even up for discussion, right? But I look at my brother, a devout Christian. Because you know, some of y'all recognize him from the old podcast I used to do called The Brown Liquor Experience. For those of y'all who've been around before I started doing this YouTube thing, this is the same Tyrone that was on there. You know what I'm saying? That was that was that was living in the strip clubs till he met his wife and she changed his life around. Now he's in a church doing all kind of wonderful stuff. So I look at my brother, I'm like, okay, you in the church heavy, getting your hallelujah on, feeding the homeless, doing all kind of stuff, right? You know, just out there living his best, best life. But you support a party that's in favor of abortion. You support a party that's in favor of 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 just all kind of LGBT madness going on. And look, I have no issue with LGBT people. I do have an issue with them shoving shoving their kibbles and bits in my face all the damn time. Or, you know what I'm saying? To the point where if you even say the letters, you got to worry about the LGBT pitchforks coming out to get you. But you support that? You support abortion? How are you a Christian and you support abortions? <laughs> like that doesn't that, that doesn't even sound that's like an oxymoron. How you support abortion? Like I, I'm a firm, I do not support abortions unless unless you know it has to deal with some type of incest or rape, or the you know the mother's life is in danger or something like that. But just just willfully going down to abortion clinics because you're too reckless to control your, your vagina. And that's like 99% of the cases. I've looked up the stats because before somebody come in here and be like, uh, 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 what about all the women that get raped that do it? Dude, it's only like 1% if, if that, that actually get abortions because of that reason. The overwhelming majority because they are careless on the cop carousel. You got all these options out here to prevent the pregnancy from happening 
but you want to choose to abort the baby. And then you got some case, some, some states are trying to push for it to where you can abort the baby damn near the day before that child is to be delivered. Like that's, they, they, they're really serious about some of these late, ter late term abortions, but you support a party that supports that. And let's not even get into the whole abortion statistics when it comes to black people. You know, niggas always be talking about it's only 40 million of us. Nigga, we could probably be up to 100 million if, if black women would practice safe sex or not, not necessarily safe sex. But uh, yeah, well, stop practice safe sex and stop aborting all these damn people, all these damn babies. But you support that. I do your thing. I don't support it. And that's I'm going to tell you something. I know people be like, you shouldn't be a single issue voter. The hell with that. I can be whatever type of voter I want to be. Because my ancestors, you know how people come back, your ancestors died for your right to vote. Yeah, they also died for my right to go in there and vote on one damn issue if I want to. I don't have to go in there and vote on every issue. I can vote on one issue and be a single issue voter if I damn well want to. And guess what? Abortion is one of those issues I will never support, ever. Ever, ever, ever. I cannot understand for the life of me how a woman can go in there and voluntarily terminate the life of a human of a developing human being. I can never support that crap. This is one of the reasons I can never be a liberal. Have I voted for Democrats? Yeah, I voted for Barack Obama in the first election, but back then I really I was like somewhat politically engaged, but I, mean, I was like, eh, whatever. I want to see a black guy become the president. I was I was one of the niggas. As I get older, and then I started having my well, I had my, I had my first son. My first son was born around that time, but as I started getting heavier and heavier into this family thing, and then I owned my first house around that time, so now I have to pay property taxes and all this crap. I started paying a little bit more attention to politics, and I was like, when I was in the army. Every time there was a Democrat, because I came in when George W. Bush was the president, they were notorious for trying to give us pay increases. They, they love some military. Obama, cut, Obama come in, they was trying to cut our, uh, our pay. Like, that's what happened when I was in. I was in, I came in when George W. Bush was president, and I got out when Obama was president. No, I'm not grossly misinformed about anything, Tyrone. I'm not grossly. Some states are pushing for those late term abortions. I didn't say that they were enacted. I said some states are pushing for them. But let's not get it twisted. Let's stop pretending like most women uh, don't get abortion. Most women go in there and get abortion simply because they're, they're careless with their bodies. That's what it really boils down to. You go look at any damn stats. So don't miss me with the whole rape thing. It's like it's like one percent or less get abortions because they've been physically assaulted. Most go in there because they can't stop hopping on the cock carousel. That's what they do. So, listen, listen. See, here's my brother. You can't do it. It's not a lie when I say they are pushing for it, Tyrone. I, see, Tyrone, you're in law school. You're supposed to be a wordsmith. I said they are pushing, meaning they're trying to get it to where it can be legal. You're a, you're, you're a lawyer. You're, you're a soon-to-be lawyer. You're supposed to be a wordsmith. So you should understand what the word pushing means. <laughs> they are trying to get it to where you can do these late-term abortions. 
and you have a bunch of nutcase liberal women that support this crap. Run around here talking about their parasites on the body. Well, how about you stop letting dudes ejaculate in you so you ain't got to worry about them so-called parasites? No, you don't want to stop that. You don't want to make a man wear a condom or take your little pills, your depot shots or whatever other alternatives you got. You just want to ride the cock carousel unprotected and then go abort the uh, the developing human being. So that, that's one of the reasons why I, I can never support this party just off of the strength of that alone. Then I'm a fan of guns. Now, currently, I don't own any because I got a young son that goes through everything. But I'm a fan of shooting weapons. I like the Second Amendment. I think we should all be able to go out there and just want to buy and, and, and just stock up like, like we're preparing for Armageddon around here. I think everybody should have the right to do that. Assault rifles and all. If they allow me to get a damn bazooka, I'm buying one if I want one. If they allow me to get a damn tank, I'm going to go get a tank if I can afford it and I want one. This is America. Fuck what y'all niggas talking about. This is America. This is how we do over here. Dudes can get vasectomies too. But guess what? Dudes can't get pregnant. <laughs> and that's another thing. Dudes and pregnancy. I'm not a fan of the he she's, the Transformers, Tyrone. See, my brother... My brother believe. listen, listen, this is all love, right? This is actually my real life brother, y'all. It's all love between me and him, even though, you know, I'm still big, bro. I smack him up, but he's, well, actually he's taller than me. So I can't smack him up like how I used to when we was kids. But, you know, he's like about an inch taller than me now. But this is my brother. But my brother supports these Transformers out here. He actually believes that they're real women. But what's funny, I remember we did a podcast a couple years ago. I asked my brother, I was like, I, you believe they're real women. Would you ever date one? He said, no. I was like, why not? Because they're not real women. It's like, oh, my goodness, really? But, you know, my brother, he on some nutcase stuff like that. But he's a he's a he's a, a bleeding heart liberal for now. For now. <laughs> I imagine that's going to change in the coming years. You know, what I mean, but this is my brother. He's he, he going to come by the house tomorrow and I'll tell him the same thing to his face. <laughs> and we, and we'll, we'll go on back to our, our little sibling life of yelling and screaming at each other. And then, and then me, me telling him I need to get a new pair of Jordans and he gonna, he, he's my hookup for my Jordans. But my brother, he on some Looney Tunes stuff, man. And that's cool. But I can't I can't support this Looney Tune madness. I'm not finna listen. I'm not interested in having conversations with my 14-year-old son about about Transformers. You know, real life walking talking Transformers. But now but now being that we live in this cur this current climate, I have to have these conversations. I don't want to have these conversations. Now, man, I've already asked my son, in case anybody's wondering, my son says he's straight as a damn arrow. Thank God. But even if he wasn't, I mean, I still accept him and do his thing. But I don't, why, why I got to have these conversations? Why I got to sit here and worry about 
you know, if, if if there's a transformer out there that, you know, that wants to go into one bathroom or the other bathroom, or they want to read five-year-old stories, like, you know, like Mayor Keisha Bottoms is supporting in Atlanta and all that madness they got going on. Like, dude, I don't want to deal with that crap. Like, I don't, I don't want y'all shoving your kibbles and bits in my face every five minutes. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Y'all go live your best life. Do what you do. But why do you have to keep forcing your sexuality in front of me every chance you get? <laughs> every chance you get. I'm gay. I remember I told you when I was in the army, I used to work with this, this lesbian chick, this white chick. You couldn't have a regular conversation with this chick without her reminding you that you were that she was a lesbian. Like you could be out there talking about tying your shoelaces. She would find a way to sneak into the conversation about how to properly tie your shoelaces that she likes she likes munching on carpets. Like this was her whole thing. I just never could understand it. I'm like, I get it. We know you like munching carpets. Why do you have to keep reminding me every time we have a conversation that you like munching carpets? Like you always got to work this into the conversation. I don't care. <laughs> Go munch all the carpets you want. I don't care about the carpets you're munching. I don't understand why you got to keep throwing this in my face every chance you get. You know when this happened? This happened like probably a year after Obama gave the okay that you can be openly gay in the military. When I had when, when I was having these interactions with this one chick. It was like as soon as Obama gave the green light. Listen, I was in the army when this happened, y'all. I was in the army when this happened. Listen, let me tell you, before Obama gave the green light, we all knew who was who, who was who was our plan for the other side of the military. It wasn't no secret. You can look at people and tell, you can you can identify their mannerisms, and nobody messed with any of these people, right? Nobody messed with any of them. I, I used to have this one soldier. Well, was I his NCO? No, nah, I, I don't think I was his NCO, but we lived in the barracks together. I knew he used to mess with the trans because one day I seen his quote unquote girl come to the barracks, right? This is a white dude. I ain't thinking about nothing because everybody had girls coming in and out the barracks. It wasn't, wasn't no thing. So one day I'm getting in my car and I see his quote unquote girl. She's walking away from the barracks going back to her, quote unquote her car. But the way the sun was beaming, it was like beaming at the right angle. And you can see up under that makeup, you can see this makeup was sitting on top of a five o'clock shadow. I was like, oh, I knew something was a little different about old buddy, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But you know what? I never said nothing to him about it. Let him live his best life, man. I ain't say nothing. No, didn't nobody care. But I remember when Obama was like, you can openly serve. Let me tell y'all niggas something. I was in the army. It was like, it was like a damn, uh, what, what's that damn song? Macho, macho, man. Who sing that song? It, it, was, it was like one big celebration, B. I'm talking about I was pulling duty in the barracks, right? Well, I was uh, I had to watch what they call the, the IET soldiers. Basically, these are a bunch of soldiers who, uh, who, who after basic training, they go to AIT to learn how to do their job. And they still had NCOs and they didn't have drill signs around at this phase. But so they had me in the barracks. So I had to, I had to pull CQ in the barracks, uh, you know, barracks duty. Yeah, the village people. I remember I had to go around, you know, all the females stayed on the first floor and the males stayed on the second and third floor. So I remember we had a duty desk right there. And I remember one day, <laughs> I remember one day 
I seen these soldiers coming downstairs from the male floor and a female came down. And so I went straight into, I was a staff sergeant at this time. I went straight into staff sergeant mode and started barking and screaming about to start flipping tables over. Like, like what the hell is a female doing on the male floor? Cause you know that that's not allowed, man. This joker turned around. This was a dude. I was like, Oh, carry on soldier. <laughs> like I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, they're doing it like this. I mean, you, you can you can put the boots on, go upstairs, and come back downstairs with a with a padded bra and some heels on. I was like, wow, they they are they are really living their best life out here. I ain't say nothing because I didn't know what the regulations were. I didn't know what the rules were. I was like, you know, this is this is an area of the army. I don't know. I don't, you know, because you know, in the military as an NCO. One of the things you're supposed to be an expert in is knowing the rules and regulations as an NCO. You know, we all know AR 670-1 for those of you in the military, like Speedy Coffee, he knows what that means. We know we know what the PT rules are, the PT regulations. But when it came to that, I didn't know. I didn't know if he was allowed to do that or not. I was like, carry on, go have fun. I ain't know what to say. <laughs> that was like one of the first times I was like truly stomped. I'm like, uh, what do I do here? Who do I call? Never mind. Just go just go do what you do, bro. Go live your best life. But I remember it, man. I remember when I went to Afghanistan, we had all these, these carpet munches over there. And there was just one particular carpet muncher, this black chick. She worked at the defect, the cafeteria. She can cook her ass off. And me and her became friends because, you know, the defect she worked at, that's like where all the sisters work. And they always had soul food Thursdays. So I went up there and got my soul food on, was chopping up with the sisters. I remember I was sitting down with this chick, the carpet muncher, talking to her. This chick told me, she's like, yeah, I know we're in Afghanistan, but I'm on a mission to try to turn out as many chicks as I can. Like, she just sat there and told this to me. You know, we sitting here eating some turkey and some greens, and all of a sudden, she just tells me she's on a mission to flip as many chicks out here as she can. And she said she was successful at doing about three of them. I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? You know, we out here trying not to get shot. She out here trying to See how many chicks she can flip. Like we on some other, we we in two different worlds over here. <laughs> but listen, you know, maybe some of them chicks want to get flipped. I guess I don't know. And listen, I'm not I'm not knocking their lifestyle, but I'm just saying, I get I kind of got annoyed when they kept just putting it all in my face when I wasn't even asking to hear. Like I didn't I didn't ask this chick. I knew I knew how she got down. You could just look at her and tell, but I didn't ask her to disclose to me. Her personal mission in Afghanistan was to go out there and start flipping as many chicks as she can. But she chose to disclose that information to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's, it's always been like that with every with every uh, rainbow player that I've come across. It's like I can tell you're a rainbow player, but they always come up to me, or you know, not just me, but you know, they always came up to us and want to disclose this to us. It's, like, like they had some type of liberate, liberating moment by letting us know that they like to go out there and tickle balls. I'm like, go tickle balls, B. You're not tickling minds. Go go do what you do. I like. I don't feel like I have to know this. Because when I was out there doing my thing before I met the wife, I wasn't running around here talking about all the chicks I was knocking down. <laughs> Unless she was like a, a a friend of mine that, I, you know, I, that those are regular conversations we had. But it wasn't like I just went up to my coworkers who were like, go back to the shoe tying example. I'm over here showing somebody how to tie their boots up properly. The next thing I know, yeah, you know, you put your shoelace, you put your boot laces in like this, you put your boot blouses on like this. 
Oh, yeah, man, I was knocking this big booty broad down the other day after I got finished putting my boot, t- taking my boots off. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? <laughs> what? How do we go from tying up boots to knocking big booty Brenda down? You know what I'm saying? But that's some of the conversations some of these people would have. You know what I mean? So I remember that. I was in the military when this happened. I was in there during the transition. And like I say, it was like the village people's macho man anthem or it's raining men anthem came on. Whoever the heck sang that song, but I just remember it. I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? They they really out here getting it. (laughs) But, yeah. So, you know, but it's stuff like that that kind of has always irked me. And it doesn't irk me because of their lifestyle choices. It irks me because of how they choose to try to force their lifestyle choices upon me. And that's just with a lot of liberalism in general that I've come to discover over the years. They always want to try to enforce their views on you. You know, when I've come across most conservatives I've came across, they're they're really on some stuff like, I don't care what you do. Just don't come bothering me and mine. That's like damn near every conservative I've ever came across. And I'm talking about even going back to high school when I first met my first uh, open Republican. I remember this. I met this white dude. I think we was in Spanish class together. And he was a Republican. Like, you know, whatever. He was like trying to tell me all the ways on how to become a Republican. And at the time, I didn't care. I was like, whatever, dude. I'm in high school. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go see what's up with these chicks. The hell is you talking about Republican crap? But. You know, after college, when I went to the military, it was like, you know, I I was around a whole bunch of open conservatives. I put it that way, because like I say, conservatives love the military and military loves the conservatives because they were they were the ones giving us trying to make sure we got pay increases and and, and got access to all the benefits we, we were entitled to. Democrats, they was trying to take it away or minimize it. And I'm like, wait a second, B. I ain't I ain't a fan of that crap, my nigga. No, sir. I need all my stuff. You already ain't paying us a whole bunch of money. And we got to we got to do all this craziness all day and go overseas and all this crap. Be away from my families and yada, yada, yada. You trying to reduce my benefits? Get the hell out of here. But when it came to conservatives. Every conservative that I can recall has never, ever wanted to infringe upon my lifestyle. They always was on some shit. Go do what you do. And I'm going to do what I do. Just don't come over here trying to boss me around on how I do what I do. Every liberal that I come across is always the complete opposite. They want to go out there and do what they do and demand that you do what they do as well and accept it and bow down. And I'm not a fan of that crap at all. We see it play out all the time. We see it play out. Look how they treat these celebrities like 50 Cent or like um, Ice Cube like or, you know, Hell, you see how they did Kanye and Steve Harvey. You can't even go talk to a damn conservative without these nutcases jumping up and down your neck. And it's like, wait a second, my nigga. This is the president. This is the the man in charge. Why would I not go try to talk to this dude? (laughs) Why I got to wait till after the election to deal with the damn Democrats when this man is currently in office right now? Like, What the hell are we talking about? But you can't even you can't even. Like I said, that's that's one of my biggest issues. It's it's not just the whole LGBT thing. It's everything with these people, man. You if you don't bow down and and submit to their 
that's when they want to try to ostracize you. They want to try to get you fired or, you know, whatever, stop supporting, you know, whatever it is they, they want to do. I'm not a fan of that crap at all, my nigga, at all. And guess what? I'm of the firm belief that I believe there's a lot of black people who feel the same way. Now, of course, you're probably going to have a good, strong 95% black people. Hell, I'll give it about 90%. You know, I, don't, I, you know, I, I really don't know what the numbers are going to be. Yeah, but you're going to have an overwhelming majority of, of black folks still vote for Democrat because these nutcases, a lot of these Negroes don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. They claim they want somebody to do something, give us some money here and there, talk to us about trying to fix the community. But when you go talk to one, if, if you ain't talking to a damn Democrat, all of a sudden it's a problem. But don't you want the community fixed? Don't you want to? They lying. They lying. Well, nigga, all politicians lie. If you're going to go by that logic. Name an honest politician. Name one. Trump ain't the first politician to quote unquote lie. They all lie. Name an honest politician. He racist. When did that stop? Guess what? He won't be the first racist president. Wasn't Lyndon B. Johnson racist? And Martin Luther King Jr. still went up there to meet with him and get some civil rights legislation passed? He was racist too. <laughs> what are we talking about here? He racist. Like, like I say, what's more damaging? Trump writing a, a letter about the Central Park Five or some alleged housing discrimination when he was just a private citizen or that of a dude who's been in office for 47 years who when his running mate was a little girl he was out there enacting laws to prevent his running mate from riding the bus with little white kids. Like, what's more racist here? Whose racism actually affects people? <laughs> or has affected people? So, miss me with the whole racist crap. Because like I said earlier, every black person that I know that's had a job over the last three years, all you niggas been getting fat, your paychecks have been doing I. Right, you know, before this whole pandemic thing, of course, niggas is buying houses, cars, going on trips, got the fresh clothes. Niggas was living good, B. Every last Negro that I've encountered that, that has a nice job and, and is living a decent, upstanding life. Every last one of you Negroes has been living good, eating good, ain't missed a meal, ain't missed a bill. Or if you did lose a job, you went out there and found another one. Or you started a business. All you niggas been living good for the past three and a half, close to four years. So it, it, it blows my mind what you niggas is talking about. How y'all be like, he, he, he bad for black people. What has this nigga done to you? I can see if a Mexican was talking that. But then again, I see a bunch of Mexicans, you know, those that are here legally, they want them up. They want them illegals about this country too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can understand if you a Mexican, you got here talking about he racist because he want to stop rapists and murderers and traffickers from coming over here. You know, in case you guys don't know what a coyote is, because you know Trump mentioned coyote at the debate, and it was a bunch of liberals. And I'm not talking about some random ass people. We talking about liberals that actually work in government, state government. A black chick 
She doesn't not. She did not know what a coyote was, y'all. This chick actually thought Trump was talking about the coyote, the wild dog running around in the damn desert. You got people on Twitter actually thinking that Mexicans are hopping on coyotes like little horses and riding them across the damn border. A bunch of these clowns, blue checks, and people that work for government. Go look this up. They did not know that a coyote is the nickname for a person that smuggles people across the Mexican border. <laughs> but they got so much to say on immigration. But you don't know what a coyote is when they're talking about immigration? They don't know what a coyote is and how these people operate. They work for these cartels or they, they just be smuggling people. And if you can't keep up, they, you get left behind and a lot, of them, a lot of them people be dying out in the desert. Go look this crap up. They be trafficking all, all kind of children over here. And what the hell are we talking about? They lying, man. All right, nigga. All right. <laughs> I'm going to open this up in case anybody want to run, come on here and run their mouth. But, yeah, I voted for Trump. And I don't care. You know, here's the thing. I don't, owe, I don't owe anybody a damn thing about how I choose to vote. Family, friends, random niggas on the Internet. Because you know what? Niggas don't pay my bills, B. They don't pay your bills. You don't pay my bills. You don't owe anybody a damn thing about how you choose to vote. So if you want to vote Trump, you want to vote Biden, that's totally up to you. You don't owe anybody no explanation on how you want to vote. You the one that got to go to work and pay them bills every day and deal with, deal with them taxes coming out your check or deal with the miles you got to feed or whatever. You don't owe anybody. So that's when black folks begin up here trying to punk people. Punk them for what? These niggas aren't paying your bills. Now, unless they're paying your bills, then, hey, it is what it is. But if you out there, you a grown-ass man or woman of sound mind and body, paying your bills, living your life, trying to do all the right things to be an upstanding person, you don't owe, you don't owe another black person a damn thing, especially as it, as it relates to how you choose to vote. And miss me with this crazy talk about being selfish. Nigga, we in America. The most selfish country in the world. All we do is preach individualism over here. Which is why we have we have the, the highest talent pool over here. Or people want to come over here and try to get it popping. Ain't nobody else trying to go to any other country like that and get it popping. So you don't owe anybody anything when it comes to how you want to vote. And I wish people would come up off this dumb crap already. That's how I feel. Yeah, I voted for Trump. Fucking right. I ain't got no problem with the dude. I can't sit here and honestly think of one thing he's done to make my life suck. Cops ain't whooping my ass. And don't even get me started on that. Police brutality. Listen, y'all niggas know how I feel about this. Y'all niggas know how I feel about this. Do I got to repeat it for the, for the slow people in the back? 
most of these police brutality issues are happening because it's a 99% of these niggas are criminals out there doing some criminal stuff to invite the attention of the police. But I'm supposed to get mad and want to tear up cities and boycott and hashtag because some niggas out there doing something he probably ain't got no business doing to attract the attention of the police. But when it's a legit innocent person, uh, Atiana Jefferson, both of John, ain't nobody tearing up no streets because of them people. Why? Because they some squares. Law-abiding citizens who lost their lives and them cops deserve to go to jail. But when it comes to the criminal element, I'm supposed to tear up the city over a nigga that his baby mama called the cops on him because he was a she accused him of sexually assaulting her. Jacob Blake. Or what's your man's name? Uh, uh, Rashad Brooks. This nigga went to jail for abusing kids. <laughs> Got out early because probably because this whole COVID thing. Now you drunk, fall asleep, and want to beat up cops, take the taser, and fire them, and get shot. I'm, I'm supposed to cry, nigga. No, nigga. No. How about you not drink and drive, nigga? Follow the law. Go home and drink your alcohol and fall asleep on the couch like like normal functioning adults. And stop trying to take people's tasers and fire at them. So I don't support none of that crap. I don't support this BLM crap either. Once upon a time I did, because I honestly I didn't know any better. Till we all got educated on their real mission. Like the hell with that. I'm pro-family like a son bitch out here. Excuse me. Pro-family. Mother, father, kids. And yes, I believe in the patriarchy system. The father being the head of the family. Yes, I firmly believe in that, which is funny because I was raised in a household that thought the same way. <laughs> I believe in that, too. If my family falls to pieces financially, guess what? It's my fault. But nigga pull a kick though on my house. I'm not expecting my woman to go downstairs and investigate. I'm not going to turn my wife into a damn uh, uh, human shield like old buddy probably did to Breonna Taylor. I'm just saying that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened. Cause I'm still trying to understand how this man fire and she got, she caught all the bullets. It's either she was the one shooting or he used her as a human shield. That's the only thing I could think of, but I ain't using my wife as no human shield. So guess what? Being that it's ultimately my responsibility to make sure my wife and kids are straight and my responsibility to make sure that we protected and all that crap. Guess what, nigga? I'm the head of the house. Ain't no 50 50. Well, I'll give you 51 49. I give my wife 49% and I'm still 51. Now, that's how this thing works. I don't believe in this 50 50 crap. Nope. It's 51 49 like a motherfucker. That's, that's as low as I'll go with it. I don't got a problem with the 5149 because at the end of the day, I'm the one that got to make sure all the shit's intact. Yeah, my wife helps out, pays some bills. You know, you know, what bills my wife pays. She pays all the utility bills. You know, all the bills that can that can be can you can control, meaning you turn off all the lights, your electric bill is low, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It come to the big the big boy bills, like making sure this roof is over our head. 
you know, the bill that never changes. I pay that and some other crap. You know what I'm saying? I, I do all that. Like I say, somebody pull a kick though. I'm not sending my woman downstairs to investigate. Nigga, that's me. That's what I'm supposed to do. I don't believe so. No, no, I'm not. I'm not fucking with the whole BLM thing. You want to put women first and kids first and act like men don't exist? The fuck out of here with that shit. I believe in the nuclear family. This is what's wrong with the black community now. You got so many, so many nutcases out here don't believe in this crap. It's popping babies out, single mothers all over the place. And you wonder why the community sucks overall. Why nobody wants to be in the community and why you got all these knuckleheads roaming around the hood, you know, looking for male energy, male leadership. But you want to support a party of liberals that are in favor of single mamas, are in favor of these niggas just running around here just doing whatever they want to do. Over here crying about coronavirus every five seconds if a conservative goes to a damn funeral. But you got niggas burning down entire streets, going out there, breaking into people's businesses. And ain't man, one of them niggas got masks on. <laughs> the hell out of here with this, 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 this psychopath talk. Yeah, I vote for Trump. Goddamn right. I'm not voting for these nutcase liberals who believe in just total chaos. And, and and support policies that support chaos. I'm not in favor of no damn illegal Mexicans coming over here and getting benefits. And I don't want to hear about these damn kids in cages, my nigga. If they go lock Dequarius ass up because he out there doing no good and Dequarius got two kids, guess what? He's going to be separated from his kids too. And I don't see none of you niggas out there crying when that happens. So I don't want to hear no crap about some kids in cages because Maria, uh, uh, her father Juan, decided to cross the border illegally. You seeking asylum, go to a port of entry. Like everybody else who legit claims to seek asylum. Like I'm I don't, I don't want to hear this crap. They separate black kids from their parents all the time when, when niggas go to jail. All the time. Ain't nobody crying about that. Except Trump out here trying to get some, trying to let you niggas out of jail. Look, Trump out here letting niggas out of jail with Kim Kardashian. He giving HBCUs money so you niggas can go out there and read books and become smart. I don't know too many racists that do that crap. Seem like a racist will be in favor of locking you up and preventing you from getting an education. Make that one make sense. What racist is in favor of giving a bunch of black kids who go to HBCUs money or not giving them money, but setting it up to where they don't have to keep coming back year after year asking for money. Also, you niggas can go out there and read books and get smart. Hopefully get smart. What racist person does that? Who built the cages, Joe? Super facts. Uh, 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 you saw you saw Joe threw Obama under the bus when he had to answer that question. Uh, I, I wasn't the president. 
Who built the cages, Joe? Joe out here talking about he want to shut down the oil industry and you know, all this crazy shit or severely limited. L listen, dude, I'm not with this dumb crap. This is why I vote for Trump. This is why I vote. I like making money. I like making money. I like guns. I like making money. I don't believe in abortion. I don't like people forcing their bedroom activity lifestyles in my face every five minutes. I, I'm not doing it to y'all. When I'm out there with my woman, I ain't out there slobbing her down in front of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't out there doing that. There ain't none of y'all business out what me and my wife do. That's between me and her. You know, it's like it's none of my business what you and your your your, your partner do. I don't feel like I don't feel like I have to have a you got to throw it in my face every five seconds. For what? What what do I need to know this for? I live a I'm not a, I'm not a listen. I, I live a a fairly conservative. I have a fairly conservative mindset. I've had one for years, but it really came about when I became a father. That's when I really transition into this conservative mindset because i got a fucking son to raise i got a family to raise my nigga i'm not trying to raise some wild and out of control family wild and out that's why me and my woman been married for 14 coming up on 50 how many how shit how many years has it been hold on give me a second let me do the math real quick hold on. What, what year are we in so i got married in 2000 nigga january will be 15 years i've been married to my wife in january you think I can honestly maintain a healthy, happy, overall quality marriage if me and my woman were both liberals and we believed in all this liberal foolishness? You really think I'd be able to maintain a marriage this long? Nigga, I would have been divorced years ago. I'd probably have a couple baby mamas out here by now. <laughs> There's no way in the world I can maintain a a uh, 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 marriage for almost 15 damn years if me and her were liberals and really believed in liberals, liberal liberal ideology. Because you got a lot of black folks out here. A lot of black folks will vote liberal, but their real lives are more conservative than anything. Which is, which is this, this is the part that kills me with black folks. You got so many, listen, you meet any black person that's been married for 10 plus years you are not going to sit here and honestly tell me that these niggas are liberals. You cannot be a liberal as a black person and be married to one damn person that long and raise a healthy, happy family. That's just impossible. So you got a lot of black folks that live these conservative lives, but claim to be liberals. Like going back to my brother. Love my brother to death. He lives a conservative life, y'all but believes in this wild liberal ideology that he will never implement into his own life. Make that make sense. Tyrone, if you're still out there, that's my brother. Make that make sense. But this is what a lot of black people are like. They have conservative values in their own personal households but identify with the complete opposite politically because these niggas have been trained for years that, 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 uh, that conservatives are racist. 
All politicians got listen. You ain't gonna come across too many 70, 80 year old white dudes that that don't have some potential racist bones in their closet somewhere. Like that's just not even a reality, ladies and gentlemen. Go find some random 75, 80 year old white dude walking around right now. I guarantee you, you rewind the clock 40, 50 years ago, he was probably saying some racist crap too. Because that was the times and the culture. That's how they all got down. But here's the thing. What matters to me is not what you say, but what you actually do. Like, I live next door to some white folks now. I don't give a rat's ass. Listen, there's these white people that live next door to me. Right? I got this. On the other side of me, it's a white dude married to a black chick. But the white couple, they ain't got no kids. Right? I ain't never been in their house. I don't even know their damn names. They can, let's just say I went to their house. They can have swastikas all over the wall. They can have nooses hanging from the ceiling. They can have, they, they can, they can run around dressed up in clan attire every single night as their, as their freaking night clothes. I wouldn't give a rat's ass as long as they didn't bring that crap outside their house and onto my property. You can do, you can do whatever the hell you want to do behind them closed doors. All I care about, are you paying your property taxes, my nigga? Are you paying your HOA fees? Are you cutting your damn grass? I better not catch you on my property with the damn clan, with your your racist paraphernalia. I don't care what you do behind them doors. You be as racist. You can can walk into your house and call me the N-word every time you see me outside. Just don't come outside and say it to my face. And guess what? We can live next door to each other till we old and gray. Because I don't care what you think about me. All I care about is what are you potentially trying to do to me? That's how it works. Same way it works in politics. I don't care if Trump hates black people. All I care about since he's been president, what has this white dude been doing to affect black folks since he's been in office? And so far, I can't find any proof that he's made black people's lives horrible. Other than people saying he lied. He's a racist. All politicians lie. All old ass white dudes are probably former, got, got some racist tendencies in their past. Every single one of them. That's not a shocker. Show me what he's done since he's been president. Because remember, this is his first political job. This dude, this is his very first job as a politician. Biden been doing this for 47 years, my nigga. Biden could have made black people's lives wonderful. Over the last half a century, we could have been, we all could have been driving around in Rolls Royces by now. The wealth gap could have been uh, slightly closed. Biden for the past 47 years could have probably been voting for reparations and all kind of crap. This nigga's been in office for 47 years. He's had an opportunity over the last five decades to make black people's lives super wonderful to where there shouldn't even be a question about whether or not he is racist or do he like black people. He's had, he's been in a position to make that happen. You got a dude that's been a politician for three and a half years, my nigga, (laughs) three and a half years. I can't think of one thing Trump has done to make my life suck in three and a half years. 
I don't know any black person whose life has went down the toilet because of a policy Trump has implemented in the past three and a half years. I don't care how Trump feels. All I care about is what he does. I remember I was having an argument with a family member. And somebody was like, why would you vote for Trump? Who, who do you want your son to be like? Trump or Obama? I'm like, I don't want my son to be like man one of them. I want my son to be like me because that's my son. The nigga look like me already. That's my kid. The hell I want my son to be like another man I ain't never met before. I want him to be like me. Follow my example and do better than I've been able to do. Give a damn about that. This ain't a popularity contest. All I care about is who is doing what. I'm not voting for a president because of who I think my son should look up to. No, he already has a father. Me. The hell kind of craziness is this? But this is the type of stuff, conversations you'll have with a lot of black people when it comes to making political decisions. They they want to base everything off of feels and 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 popularity contests and all this other crazy stuff. No, base it off of the data and the numbers and the policies. Popular, who y'all want? No, my son gonna be like me. He gonna be better than me. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure my son is better than me. This is stuff I'm talking about. I'm not running on. I'm not voting for feels. And that's what the left is about. Feels. How you feel? I feel like the racism. It's like this whole me too crap. Uh, uh, I feel like you, you were looking me up and down. Unless you know somebody screaming me too on you. Uh, 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 I feel like you, 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 you didn't want to hire me. It, it racist. Maybe you sucked. Maybe your resume sucks, man. Maybe you suck at interviewing. Like, why do you run straight to the racism card instead of analyzing everything else? Maybe you just suck. Maybe, maybe people just don't like you. Maybe you got one of them personalities that just turn people's off. But now we got to call racism. What? No, I'm not a fan of that. The police. Back the blue, nigga. I ain't never had a problem with the police. Ever. Every time I've gotten pulled over, I ain't never try to argue with these niggas. I ain't never try to sit there and fight a cop. None of it. I don't got pulled over plenty of times in my life for speeding. I got pulled over two times in one night on New Year's Eve. Back in like 2003 or four, twice. And yes, I was drinking a little bit. And no, I didn't go to jail. Last time I got pulled over was like five years ago. I was on my motorcycle doing like 80 miles over the speed limit. Got caught on a country road in Georgia. And before you come in here, but you use your military. I didn't even have my military ID on me. Just pulled over. Cop asked me why I was speeding. Dude, he knew why I was speeding. It was a country road. No cars was out there. I was just getting it. I was like, look, I was trying to get it. You caught me. Dude wrote me a ticket for going 15 miles over the speed limit. He could have arrested my ass, impounded my bike, all that crap. I was doing 80 miles over the speed limit. So, listen, the speed limit was like 35. I was doing 100 plus. 
getting it. I ain't never had no problem with the police. Matter of fact, every black person that I know in real life, I can't think of one that's actually had a problem with the police unless they was out there doing some shit to attract the attention of the police. Y'all ever notice that? Y'all ever notice you go on social media? It'd be so many black people out there who be having problems with the police. Or, or not? No, they don't be having problems. They be talking about all the issues of the police, but none of these niggas ever seem to have problems with the cops. These niggas been on social media for 10 years. Talking about F the police, the police is bad, but now one of these niggas have yet to have a negative interaction with a cop. You ever notice that? Or am I the only one that noticed that? Whoever notices when you drive through your city, living your regular ass life, coming back and forth to work, going to the grocery store, you ever see cops pull somebody over? How many of y'all have actually just seen a cop whooping on somebody's ass? <laughs> like, how often do you actually see this crap? How often do you see like black? How often do you see like cops just purposely uh, circling the black community like a bunch of vultures looking for a random black person to pounce on? Like, who? How often do y'all see this? I used to when I used to work at my old job downtown in Orlando. I used to drive through the hood every single day, see cops out there, black people out there. I ain't seen one cop hop down on a black person just because they black yet. Don't ever see it. I never see it. And I be looking for it. Every time I'm out driving and I see some cops in the area, I be hoping and praying. I see one of these cops jump out and start handing a black person the business just because they black. So I can be like, damn. Okay, I see what these niggas on social media talking about now. I see it right in front of my own eyes. I never see it. I never see it. I see cops giving people tickets. Let them go. And, you know, people going about their business. I never see the stuff. Everybody that I know that complains about the cops online or in real life, I never see these niggas having problems with the police. I've never seen these. I never heard a story of the cops kicking in their dough. I never heard a story of them getting beat up when they got arrested. None of this crap. None of it. It ain't got nothing to do with my skin color. I don't. I got a bunch of dark skinned niggas that I know that ne- nothing ever happens to them. I know niggas right now with dreadlocks down their back. Look like some, you know, listen, I'm not going to say they look like some thug-ass niggas, but, you know, every now and then they might look like some thug-ass niggas. Cool, great people. I've yet to see these niggas have problems with the police like that, man. <laughs> but they be the first ones talking about F the police. But the police don't ever F with them. <laughs> have yet to F with them. I never see it. Now, is that to say that it doesn't happen? No. We all know there's some, some, some bad cops out there. It's bad people in every profession, B. There's some bad doctors out there. There's some bad people working at fast food. There's bad people everywhere. And guess what? There are all kind of rules and policies. They're changing these shits every day to try to make the cops more friendly. Because every time one of you or every time one of you niggas accuse a cop of police brutality, when they blink their eyes at you wrong, somebody, especially if it's a liberal city, somebody's in there scribbling up some new rules for these cops to, to abide by. That's how it works. In case you guys didn't know. How, you wonder, how do I know this? Because I was in the military, y'all. 
BMT can tell you this. He served in the Army. Every time something happened in the military where somebody got into some real trouble and you ain't even have to have nothing to do with it. You could have been a million miles away. Your chain of command or the post chain of command or maybe even the overall coming down from the Pentagon, they're going to come out with some new training. Then we all got to go sit down and, and have a lesson and watch some stupid slideshows about maybe we shouldn't set ourselves on fire when we're drinking alcohol. Maybe we shouldn't do this all because some dumbass out there did something and made the news. So it happened in the military. I know what happens on the police force in a similar manner. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I ain't got no problem with the cops. One of my frat brothers is a cop. Black dude. Why am I going to have a problem with a nigga I've known since we've been 18 years old? He a cop. Out there in Birmingham, Alabama, riding up and down the streets. I'm pretty sure he's seen his fair share of some BS. He'll probably never admit it to me, but I'm pretty sure if I were to be like, hey, bro, keep it a buck, because we ain't seen each other in about 10 years. We talked to each other, you know, through the internet, but whatever. I'm pretty sure if I had to do a ride along with him, I guarantee most of the calls would be coming from the community. Why? Because there's probably some niggas out there doing some stuff to attract the attention of the police. You got some good people that live in the hood that don't want to be dealing with these, these niggas out here. So they call the cops, as they should. You pay taxes, you should be able to pick up the phone and call the damn police. But they come out there and they kill us. Niggas, stop fighting. I guarantee you have like a 99.99% chance of living if you stop fighting cops, nigga. That's what lawyers are for. Get them to do the fighting. I don't know of any nigga that got killed in the courtroom. I can't think of one story where a black person went to court because of a dispute they had with the cops and the cops opened fire on his ass in front of the judge and, and everybody else in the courtroom, the court reporter and all that crap. I can't think of one time that's ever happened. So shoot him in the leg. Yeah, shoot him in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of one time that's ever happened, B. Stop fighting these cops, my nigga. You already paranoid that they're coming to hunt you, so why give them an excuse to finish the hunt? <clears throat> Stop arguing with these niggas about whether or not you got to show them your ID. Give them your damn driver's license or your ID. You go to Sam's Club, they want to check your stuff. You go buy some smokes or some drink. At the liquor store, they checking your ID. All of a sudden, it's a problem now because you're driving a vehicle. Get the hell out of here. Your stuff legit. You ain't got nothing to worry And guess what? Most people don't have issues because, like I say, for every one instance where a cop does something wrong and it becomes the next story we all crying and complain about, I always tell you guys, how many other police stops do you think happen that same day? It's 18,000 police departments in America, y'all. How many traffic stops do y'all think 18,000 police departments do in a single day? How many? I would imagine it's tens of thousands. A single day. You have one instance go wrong. Let's just say, let's just say it's 10,000. Let's just say it's, yeah, 10,000 stop. Uh, 
let's just say it's 10,000 traffic traffic stops a day, right? Let's do the math on this. And let's just say one of those stops goes bad and it becomes the next trending hashtag, right? Do you know that would mean you would have a point zero 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 one percent uh yeah something like that uh wait, I'm doing I'm reading my percentages wrong hold up you would have a point zero one percent chance of 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 coming across the wrong damn cop and having a bad day to where you become the next trending hashtag it's eighteen thousand police departments across America be Tens of thousands of traffic stops every day. How many black unarmed black people were killed last year? Like they say it's like what 20 of them. How many traffic stops? So now I ain't got no problem with the police. I ain't got no problem with them at all. None. Say safety briefs, super facts. But yeah, man, that's why I'm not supporting this dumb crap. And like I say, you don't owe anybody a damn thing. If you are a grown man or woman of sound mind and body and you pay your own bills, take care of your own family, you don't owe anybody a damn thing about how you choose to vote. Whether And guess what? You ain't even got to vote. That's your right to vote and it's your right to not vote. I don't have a problem with people who don't vote. That's your right to do so. But don't you dare sit here and let a bunch of nutcase liberals try to punk you for how you choose to vote because you want to vote for what matters to you and your family and your values and ultimately your bank account. Like my man 50 Cent said, he don't want to be 20 Cent. You don't owe the community a damn thing, y'all. So when, when you see these nutcase liberals getting up here like Jamel Hill, black men and black women, we's different. You fucking right, we different, chick. You fucking right. I'm not a leftist looney tune nutcase like you. I believe in certain things that align more with conservatism than liberalism. So ain't nobody going to sit here and punk me and tell me how I should vote. And you shouldn't let people punk you either. Somebody say I'm sounding like the manosphere. Well, maybe I am manosphere. I don't freaking know. I don't care. But this is just common sense stuff, man. This is just common sense stuff. You don't let somebody punk you. I ain't gonna be your I ain't gonna be your friend. I, I don't give a fuck. I will live my life fine. What is you talking about? I'm not the one sitting here. And you know it's so funny. I ain't met one conservative. I don't know of any conservatives running around here trying to punk you for not being a conservative. I ain't met one yet. Online or offline. I ain't met one conservative coming up to me talking about they gonna unfriend me. They gonna they ain't gonna be my family. They ain't gonna do this. They ain't gonna do that. Not one because I, I, I'm not voting how they want me to vote. This is all from liberals, y'all. This is why I don't rock with this crap. 
And these will be the same nutcases who run around here talking about black people. We not a monolith, but you try to force everybody to be a monolith. This is why I don't get down with this crap. I've never been a fan of, of being forced to think how everybody else wants me to think. This was an issue I had when I was in the military. I used to get, I used to get in a little bit of trouble in the military, nothing serious, because I would ask questions. Like, why are we doing this dumb crap? <laughs> why am I out here doing this dumb crap? They expect me to go out there and do the dumb crap and not ask questions. No, I'm asking questions, B. I've been asking questions since I was a kid. Ever since I was a kid, I had people trying to trying to check me on my question asking. And granted, I was a kid, they can get away with it. Now, nigga, I'm 40. You ain't gonna tell me what I can and can't question or how I'm supposed to think and feel. Until you start paying my bills, paying my tax bills, feeding my kids, putting gas in my tank, cutting a check to my mortgage holder. Then you get to come over here and tell me what you think I should I should be doing and how I should be doing it. Until that happens, you don't get to come around here and tell me a damn thing about how I choose to get down politically. Because you feel somebody's racist. You feel like this. Fuck your feels. Your feels ain't got nothing to do with me, nigga. Your feels don't pay my bills or feed my kids or make sure my wife is chilling. Your feels ain't got, that's, that's, that's between you and your therapist. And I suggest you go get one. I go see a therapist. I'm a conservative. I go see a therapist. Why don't you go see one? <laughs> I've been seeing a therapist for five fucking years. Going in there, working out my feels. Why don't you go work yours out, liberal? Looney Tune liberal, I should say. Because not all liberals are like this. You got some liberals that are like, I, I'm liberal. I'm going to do what I do, keep it pushing. It'd be the Looney Tune liberals that be out there trying to shove their feels down your throat. Fuck your feels. Like when I was in the army, we used to say that all the time. Fuck your feels. I'm not interested in your damn feels. I remember when I was in Afghanistan, I had this white dude who was who was playing for the alphabet squad who worked for me. He was a civilian. This nigga's like 10 years older than me, right? He was his first time in Afghanistan. Next thing I remember one day, a bomb went off. Our RPG flew over the wall, hit a T-wall, and exploded. This grown-ass dude started boohooing and crying. Now, keep in mind, I'm like 30 years old. He's like 40. He's like literally dropped down in, on his knees in front of me. Oh, are we going to die? I don't know what to do. I, I want to go home. I told him, like, if you don't get your motherfucking ass the fuck up and get the fuck out of my face, like, nigga, you a civilian. All you got to do is just say, I quit. Hop on the first chopper up out of here and you back to the States. I can't quit. Plus, you making more money than me. I'm your boss and you making twice my salary because you're a civilian contractor. I definitely don't want to hear shit you talking about. Get your punk ass the fuck up out of my face crying and boohooing. Go tell that shit to, to, to somebody else. 
I'm not, I don't play that dumb shit. Them niggas over here shooting at us. Nigga, you better go hide behind a fucking P-wall or go into that bunker and lay your ass the fuck down. Like, get your ass the fuck away from me. Grown-ass man crying because an explosion went off. Nigga, you better get used to it. Where the hell you thought you was coming to? Disney World, nigga? The hell out of here. You better get used to it, B. If you don't like it, get your ass the hell up out the country. I can't just quit. You can. They'll lock my ass up if I say I want to quit. So I don't play that feels crap, man. And I'm damn sure I'm not going to let some liberals run around here and try to feels me to death because they feels I should be like this and they feels I should be feeling how they feel about things. No, I'm not you. I don't see the world like that. Because you light-skinned and biracial. And nigga, what? You think I had a selection in the process? Guess what? I'm not going to feel bad because I am light-skinned. If they handing out light-skinned privileges, nigga, I'm taking them. That's what I'm supposed to do because I am light-skinned. If y'all feel like that gets me benefits or favors, that's not my fault. It's really not my fault. And guess what? I'm not going to do anything to change it because you're not going to hit me with the, the light skin guilt. Like y'all be trying to white guilt people. I don't do light skin guilt. I'll mash it in your face like a birthday cake, nigga, if you believe that I'm getting them. You're not going to light skin guilt me. The hell out of here. If, if my light skinnedness gets me advantages, whoop de do. You better figure out how you can get some for whatever attributes you have. So, miss me with the feels crap. I don't do feels. If I want to hash out my feels, I go see a therapist. I don't even be hashing out feels with my wife half the damn time. Because I don't want my wife thinking I'm some weak-ass nigga around here. Coming to my wife crying. <laughs> Fuck that. Nigga, my wife would be looking like, nigga, if you don't stop this motherfucking crying, you better go cry your ass to a therapist, nigga. And guess what? That's how I pose to be. I ain't finna be crying and be all weak and <laughs> fuck that. I mean, me and my wife was having issues. It was like, y'all need to go to marriage counseling. Marriage counseling. Me and my wife did like two days of that shit and quit. <laughs> We did like two days of marriage counseling and quit, nigga. I was like, what the hell am I in here for? And this was like early on in our marriage. I'm talking about like probably three, four years into the marriage. We was like having all kinds of issues. Every other day we was talking about divorcing. Couldn't stand it. She couldn't stand me. I'm like, man, I'm ready to go cheat. I'm ready to go do everything. I was plotting and planning. Never did it, but I was plotting and planning like a motherfucker. Somebody said, do some counseling. I think we did two days. I was like, the hell with this crap. And guess what? That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> we do our own counseling. Our own counseling is she recognizes I'm a man. She's a woman. She recognizes I have a certain temperament about me. She has a certain temperament about her. And guess what? We, as long as we don't get the tearing stuff up and fighting, which, you know, we've actually fought you know a couple of times, but, you know. Is what it is. But, you know, we, we've been doing our thing. 
You know what I mean? So what made your marriage better? Uh, you know, because at the end of the day, we both love each other and actually like each other. We both understand that we around each other all the time. It ain't going to be peaches and cream 24-7. It's going to be days where she can't stand me. I can't stand her. It's going to be days where we can't we, we, we can't keep our hands off each other. It's going to be all, it's, you know, that's just the way life is, B. You know what I mean? We've accepted it. Plus, we created two kids together. And we know, and know we're not just married for the sake of the kids. That's not, that's not why we're married. We, we both like the union of marriage. We both agree with it. She plays her part. I play my part. She's very feminine. Does the whole feminine, womanly, mother, nurture, nurturing thing. She got that down pat like a sunbitch. I got the whole male thing down pat like a sunbitch. Meaning... I don't expect my woman to be out there changing tires or changing oil or cutting grass. If I don't cut the grass, I get a Mexican to do it, which I do have one. Before he, before Mexican came, I was the one out there cutting the damn grass. I ain't gonna have my wife out there cutting shit unless she absolutely have to because I'm not here or I'm physically incapacitated. But, you know, that's not the case. I don't expect her to do traditional male crap. I mean, I'm not saying that she can't, but, you know, as long as I'm able to do it, I do it. Or if I can't do it, I go pay somebody else to do it. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's not like we sit down and have these conversations at the dinner table. All right, baby, I'm the man. You're the woman. I'm supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. No, it's just we, we just know what the time, we just know what time it is. B. It's, it's just one of those. Those 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 conversations that doesn't even need to be had. It just it is what it is. I'm a grown ass man, six foot one. I'm supposed to be out here doing certain things as a six foot one grown ass nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be doing certain things, and I expect her to do certain things as a woman, the mother of my child, uh, my children. You know what I mean? Liberals, they'll, they'll sit down and plan this shit out on a schedule. They'll, they'll have like on the refrigerator. They'll be like, okay, this week is your week to be the to wear the pants, and, and next week is my week to wear the pants. Maybe on some dumb crap like that, B. Maybe on some dumb crap. We need to, you know, sit down and have time out with our kids, and we'll, we'll let our kids say certain curse words to us, and, and they can call us by our first names, and nigga, fuck that. I'm mommy, like... My kid, my, my youngest son, mommy, uh, my, my youngest son asked me, daddy, what's your name? Daddy. That's my name, nigga. Daddy. <laughs> That's my name, daddy. Okay. I guess your name is daddy. Yeah. You get a little older, you can learn my real name. Daddy. That's, that's what you need to call me. Daddy, nigga. <laughs> you ain't calling me by my first name. None of that crap. Talk reckless and greasy. I'm popping you. That's how it's supposed to be. I'm not having conversations with a five-year-old. When I say do something, I expect it to get done to the best of your five-year-old abilities. I'm not having arguments with my 14-year-old. No, it's not how it goes down. I'm yelling and screaming and throwing stuff at you. I have to come over there and put hands on you because you're a little too old to get whoopings. I mean, this is what I'm supposed to do because I got to prepare you to enter this crazy world of nutcase liberals all over the damn place. 
You know what I mean? That's how these things supposed to go. I don't see what the problem is. But this is how most black people are raised. Well, those of y'all who come from two-parent households, I put it that way. Those of y'all who come from two-parent households, this is how a lot of y'all are raised, B. But parent households, I put it that way. This is how a lot of y'all are raised, B. But a lot of these people turn around and vote the complete opposite of how their lifestyles are. And that, that's the thing that blows my mind with, with a bunch of black liberals. <laughs> that's what blows my mind. You know what I mean? So, but regardless of all that crap, yeah, you said you was whoop K coaching. Yeah, so was I. So was I. Hey, man, it's the way it was. That's how we grew up. Me and my brothers used to get whoopings. All of us. Didn't matter who did it. We all got whoopings. That was the way it was. That was that was expected. It was normal. Guess what? You know, we, we turned out all right. You know what I mean? We, we doing all right in life. I'm not saying that whoopings is the end-all, be-all, because it's a bunch of niggas that go to jail that do get whoopings. We know that, but I'm just saying. That was just the culture back then. I don't see nothing wrong with that culture. <laughs> you know what I mean, now, granted, back in my youth in the 80s, it was like a fine line between abuse and whoopings because, you know, you know, some of that stuff, somebody could be like, damn, that really happened to you? Yeah, that happened. Man, that was abuse. Yeah, it probably was, but, you know, it wasn't seen that way. But whatever, we good. <laughs> we good. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't running around here having PTSD episodes off of a Getting getting you know popped upside the head with a shoe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I'm all right. <clears throat> so you know I mean, but you know, that's how we grew up. You know, we grew up in a two-parent household, it's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be uh how uh, 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 listen, like I say, a fully functioning family. Listen. Okay, here's a perfect example, right? Look at look at look at Will Smith's kids, Jaden and Willow. Look at Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade and and, and their their quote unquote daughter. These are all Looney Tune liberals, great actors, great athletes. But this, that's what happens when you when you grow up in a, 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 a liberal household. You you get weird ass kids <laughs> and you allow these weird ass kids to make grown up decisions at super early ages. I wish my 14 year old son would come downstairs and tell me, Daddy, I want to wear dresses. You better march your little ass back up them stairs and get out my face. When you turn 18, you can go wear all the dresses you want, nigga. You will have your whole life to be as flamboyant and feminine as you want. But no, we ain't doing that house and I'm legally responsible for you. And no, I ain't going to sit here and listen to the opinions of a bunch of people who, who, who are not feeding my son and buying his clothes. Come in here and try to tell me I should let my son uh, think for himself and explore himself. That nigga can explore himself and think for himself when he turns 18 and is a fully functioning adult. He can go out there and live the rest of his life, like however he want to live it. As long as I got to feed him, clothe him, and shelter him, and make sure he's healthy and going to school and, and doing all the crap so he, he ain't out there 
putting guns in your face. You don't get to come in here and tell me I need to let my son exp uh, just be who he want to be. No, he going to be who I want him to be. As long as he's living up under my house. <laughs> but look at it. When you when you when you when you got liberals raising families, look how they turn out. The the, the Smith family, Gabrielle and, and Dwayne Wade. Look how they look how their kids turn out. Will uh, uh Jaden Smith is a weirdo. Let's just keep it a buck. One day he's wearing dresses for Versace. For, for Versace. Next day he's running around in a, a white Batman suit. Then he's out here talking about that one singer, Tyler, the creator, is his boyfriend. He's just all over the place. Willow, she's out here taking pictures with grown men and seductive, uh, and seductive pictures, almost on some R. Kelly-ish type of crap. Well, look who their parents are. I love Jada Pinkett. I love Will Smith, but they're 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 loony two liberals, B. But you might be like, oh, that's just Hollywood. This ain't just a Hollywood thing. Granted, they are Hollywood. This is stuff that you find taking place in normal people, y'all. I got people on my Facebook profile who think just like this. Work regular nine to five square jobs. I got this one chick that I, I somewhat know. She got a she got a son that's like 10 years old. She refers to her son as, as her daughter. Talking about, I have a transgender son. What do you mean you refer to your 10-year-old as, as, as a daughter? Why are you allowing your 10-year-old child to make decisions like this? What if, what if your son decided, I want to be, be a ninja turtle? I think I'm Michelangelo. You're going to let him paint his skin green and walk around with nunchucks? And it's not Halloween? So this ain't just a Hollywood thing. This is a liberal thing. Liberalism is a disease, y'all. Radio host Michael Savage said it best. If you don't know who Michael Savage is, go look him up. He quoted, liberalism is a disease. And it's working its way all the way down to the babies. And no, it's not just a Hollywood thing. You are allowing young children make grown-up decisions that involve subjects of sexuality. Because you feel that they should be able to feel how they want to. Now, F that. You feel how I want you to feel. You're going to feel like you a damn boy or you're going to feel like you a damn girl. I don't care how you feel. If you got a problem with it, go work it out with a therapist when you get grown. That's what they there for. F your feels when you're in my house. And I got to feed you and clothe you. F your feels. You can hate me now. I don't give a shit. I'm your father. You ain't supposed to like me as a kid. As a teen, as a preteen and teenager. The only time sons are supposed to like their fathers are when they're young boys and when they become grown men. During that preteen, teenagers, you're supposed to hate your dad. You're supposed to be challenging his authority on every damn thing. 
because you're trying to be a young buck out there. That's what you're supposed to do. Happens in the animal kingdom. Ain't, ain't no different from human beings. Me and my dad get along fine now. Back when I was a preteen to tears, I couldn't stand this nigga. Always trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> but then again, he was feeding me and clothing me. Get along fine now. For the most part, outside of our political ideologies. My oldest son, when he was young, couldn't 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 get enough of it, couldn't, couldn't keep him off of me. Kind of like how his younger brother does now. Now that my son's 14, this nigga can't stand to be around me. <laughs> I always think I'm embarrassing him, which I do, but whatever. But when he get older, he'll, he'll, he'll grow up out of that crap, and he'll be coming back around, and we'll be chopping it up like some grown men because he's going to go out there and become a grown man and, and, and handle his business accordingly. That's how it work, B. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how life goes, B. So, you know, I'm not worried about it. My son can hate me. I don't give a shit. But he can never run around here and be like, my daddy never fed me or bought me anything, nigga bullshit. You got a refrigerator full of food, a nice-ass roof over your head, nice clothes. Don't you ever turn around and tell that, doc, tell that damn lie because you got put on punishment, nigga. Don't you ever, uh-uh. You ain't never going to tell them lies. You ever pretend like I wasn't around, nigga? <laughs> nigga, every time you every time you go to bed, I'm in the house. You wake up in the morning. Well, I'm at work by the time you wake up, but whatever. Ain't no part time daddy up in this motherfucker. So I'm just saying, these are things you're supposed to do, right? But guess what? This is this only works in a household where you have conservative values. Where you believe that you're a man, your wife is a woman, you both have your roles based off of your sex slash gender, because I believe it's the same damn thing. And this is what you're supposed to do. I'm not worried about my kids calling CPS on me. I don't sit around here in terror over, over that. Because one, I don't abuse my kids. So I don't, I'm not worried about that. Two, they can call CPS on me all they want. What are they going to find? Nothing. So I'm I'm not, I'm not, I don't listen. I don't live in fear of my kids picking up the phone to call CPS. Some of y'all might, I, I, I don't, that ain't, that ain't even a, a worry that crosses my brain. nigga. Cause the moment you start thinking like that, that's when your kids take over. Nigga. That is when your kids start running your house. Ain't no little 14 year old running shit up in here, bruh. As long as I'm paying the bills and my name is on this stuff, ain't no other man or no teenage boy or anybody, especially no teenage boy, whether you're related to me or not, ain't running nothing. So I ain't worried about it. You say, no, I'm saying the liberal ideology and how you deal with them after that. What do you mean how to deal with them after that? We going back to life as normal, nigga. And if my son can't get down, first of all, 
If my son ever did something like that to me, this nigga already knows he's getting kicked out of my house. He's going to have to go live with his grandparents. <laughs> that, that's just off the jump. That nigga's gone. So I ain't, I ain't, I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. He got, he got to go. You got to go. You, you, you grown enough to do something like that? Well, you grown enough to get the hell out of my house. You got to go. <laughs> that's, that's the way it's going to be, bro. I'm not living in fear of my kids, bro. That's just, I, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even know how that's even, I don't even know how that's even a thought in some of y'all's brains. I'm not living in fear of my children, B. Especially if I do everything in my power to make sure that they got a nice, stable life. I'm definitely not living in fear of my kids. People who live in fear of their kids are nutcase liberals who let their kids call them by their first names and do all kind of crazy crap or kids who abuse or our parents who abuse their kids. Them the only people. See, I'm, I'm an old school pops. I don't even know what's old. So I'm only 40 years old. I just thought this is just this is just normal life. I thought this was normal. You know what I mean? This is how I was raised. <laughs> this is how I was raised. You know what I mean? I thought this was normal. I didn't grow up in a single mother household. You know what I mean? So maybe it's different if you guys grew up in single mother households. And I'm not knocking if you grew up that way. I'm just saying. I didn't grow up that way. So maybe maybe that's normal for most, most black folks out there. Because, you know, 75% of y'all are growing up in single mother households these days. And maybe that's normal. That's the new norm, but it ain't the new norm over here. At least in my immediate household, I'm doing everything in my power. You know, well, I'm not doing it. Well, we're not, we're not, we ain't, we ain't doing the, the single mama and all that crazy crap. You know what I mean? Now, if my kids go out there and they start popping baby mamas out, ain't nothing I can do about that. Because I ain't finna be taking care of them little niggas either. <laughs> I ain't finna be nope. I ain't finna be that grandparent raising my grandkids like they might. Hell to the knob. My grandparents did that with some of my cousins. It is what it is. I mean, uh, my my mission in life is to the moment the moment these babies are conceived is to make sure from the moment they're in my wife's womb to the moment they are grown enough to move out of my house and take care of their own life and make grown up decisions and be fully accountable for every decision they make. My job is to make sure I can get them to that point. Once they exit my house and are out there fully capable of taking care of themselves as grown men, what they do with their lives is on them. If they decide to become Pookies and Ray Rays or Transformers or whatever, that's on them. That's not that that that's not going to be a failure of me. That's on them. Yeah, man. I did everything in my power to get them to become grown-ups, educated them, fed them, clothed them, did everything I was supposed to do. What they choose to do after they leave my house and are fully capable of taking care of themselves, that's on them. I will go to bed sleeping peacefully at night, me and my wife, knowing that we did everything in our power to teach these boys how to be grown men. If they choose to listen, more power to them. If they choose not to, Good luck and figure it out. <laughs> me and your mama going on a cruise, nigga. Don't call me. 
That's how it's supposed to be, though. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I was raised. Because I was told every day, if you go to jail, don't you call me. And I believe that crap, too. And guess what? I ain't never went to jail. I never want to test the theory out. I was told every day growing up, you get locked up and go to jail. Don't call me. I'm not coming to get you. I fully believe that crap. Now, I don't know if they would have actually not came and got me, but I didn't want to test the theory out to see if it was true or false. So guess what? I did everything in my power to not get arrested. Yeah, I still did some stupid stuff where I should have been arrested, but I never got caught. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I never wanted to test the theory out, y'all, to see if they was bluffing or not. You know what I mean? But that's only possible if you grow up in a conservative household, right? A household has conservative values. That's how this works. You know what I mean? That's how this works, y'all. This is why I keep telling y'all, most black people grow, who grew up in two-parent households, if you grew up in a two-parent, fully functioning household as a black person, you grew up in a conservative house. You were probably told, don't you bring no white girls home or don't you bring no white boy home. You were probably told, go ask your daddy, meaning implying that your daddy got the final say. You were probably told from your father, this is your mama house. Is your daddy out there working, paying all the bills just so your, your mama can live a uh, uh, a comfortable life that your father can uh, afford to provide so she can get in the kitchen and whoop this nigga up a nice meal. Your daddy was out there cutting grass, tinkering on the car, your mama folding clothes and watching her stories in the AC while your daddy out there suffering from heat stroke. That's how, that's, that's a conservative value-based house. And then these niggas turn around and vote liberal. <laughs> They turn around and vote liberal, even though everything about your existence says you you embody conservatism. You turn around and vote liberalism. You turn around and vote and support people making policies for things that you would never invite into your own damn household or into your lifestyle. He said they call that evil patriarchy. I'm a fan of patriarchy. It works. Patriarchy has been working for literally hundreds, if not thousands of years, y'all. Why, why change the game up now? Think about this. Humanity, let's just go all the way back as far as ancient Egypt. We can go back further, but let's just go to ancient Egypt 5,000 years ago. Patriarchy has been working for like 5,000 years, B. Bare minimum. Obviously, it's been longer, but it's, it's been working. Why change it up now? <laughs> Obviously, it has gotten us from 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 uh you know doing what we was doing five thousand years ago to to living how we live in now B why why change the game up now you know what I mean that's why when you single people out there y'all need to start asking some tough questions on y'all's first dates and don't be scared y'all when y'all go out on a first date you need to ask these chicks do they support abortion 
And are they opposed to patriarchy? Depending upon how they answer is going to dictate everything you need to know about whether or not you need to move forward with this chick, especially if you are a person who has a conservative belief, belief system. If you got a liberal belief system, then, hey, do what you do. But if you are a person out there who has conservative, and listen, don't confuse conservatism with Republicans. It's two different things. You can be a conservative and not be a full-blown Republican. It's just that the Republican Party supposedly embodies more conservative principles. And I say supposedly, you know, in air quotes. But we know some weirdos in the, conser- in the Republican Party, too. So let's not even get it twisted. But conservatism is really an, an, an ideal, a value system of sorts. So if you if you if you believe in patriarchy, you believe in a man wearing the pants and leading, you know, when you and your woman get into the car, you expect your woman to get into the passenger seat and you drive. You know, if you want some shit like that, like I am, then you need to ask these tough questions when you guys go out there on dates. You need to ask this chick, does she support abortion and does she support patriarchy or is she opposed to patriarchy? Because I'm going to tell you something, me and my woman don't make it and I got to go back out there to that dating world. I'm not going to feel shame asking them questions. I'm asking them questions on the first date, nigga. And depending upon how she answers, I might get up in the middle of the date and leave her ass there and make her pay pay for her own damn food. Because I ain't dating no chick that supports abortion. We, we pro-life like some bitch over here. And I ain't dating no chick that thinks she's 100% equal to me. No. No, you're not. I'm a man. You're a woman. I'm not. That doesn't mean that I'm going to treat you like a slave, but let's just let's keep it a buck. There's a reason why I was born a male and you were born a female. I'm physically stronger than you. Naturally. Which means I'm supposed to be the defender, the provider. You know, I'm supposed to do all them things, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He says, depending on how fat the ass is, I mean, yeah, you could probably dust it off. Just don't get her pregnant is what I'm saying. <laughs> don't get her pregnant. Go ahead and be like, all right, all right, here's what you do. You find out she supports all that crap and she's still got a banging body. Just toss her into the category of a chick you just want to pump and dump. Toss her into the pump and dump category. Is what you do. Just don't get her pregnant, man. And don't catch an STD from a chick. Throw her into the pump and dump category. But this is what we got to do, man. You know, it's a war going on outside. You know what I mean? Y'all want y'all, y'all want to be castrated? Uh, y'all want y'all little nuts chopped off out here by these nutcase liberals? Y'all going to go out there and man up. Stop letting people punk you on your political ideology, especially when if you don't live your life in accordance to how these nutcases live it. If I live my life believing in doing liberal stuff where I'm running around here on some 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 pro-choice stuff, I'm out here, you know, oh, trans women are women, too. Then I'd probably be voting liberalism. I'm out here pumping my BLM fist in the air. Messing with white folks, calling them racist just because they white, even though I ain't got no proof of anything else other than them being white. I probably support it, but I don't support that crap. I don't run around here looking for woe is me, racism, white supremacy every five seconds, B. I'm not out here living in terror of the police because 
I'm not out here doing anything, uh, consciously doing anything to attract the attention of the police outside of a speeding, the occasional speeding ticket. And I ain't got one of them in like five, six years, maybe longer. So I'm not I'm not worried. I'm not living my life in, in, in imaginary fear because some random nutcase on social media tells me, oh, Dave's hunting us. Who? I go outside every day. Ain't nobody hunting me. I don't know of any black person around here getting hunted by white folks and cops. Now, maybe they're getting hunted by some niggas, but I don't know anybody. None of them. I see black people all the time, B. I live where my neighborhood is. is is not too far from a from a a major from, from a jogging trail. It be it be Negroes out there jogging and riding their bikes all the time, B. Don't nobody be out there messing with them. In my neighborhood, I, every time I go to work, I see black folks like six o'clock in the morning getting a stroll on, jogging, walking, power walking, all up and down my neighborhood, B. Ain't nobody messing with these people. There be white folks out there, black people, Hispanics. My wife gets out there and does her little power walks too. Don't nobody be messing with nobody, man. Just because they black. We can't joke. Ain't nobody messing with these niggas. And I imagine it's like that everywhere else. White folks don't be messing with people out here. But, 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 but. Oh, you, you're going you're gonna to always be able to find that one. But like I say, like I say, for every one that this does happen, how many times does it not happen? Like, like, like the day Ahmad Arbery was jogging or just some random jogger, right? How many black folks went for a jog that day that didn't get messed with? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, you can wear a hoodie. See, I wear, look, when I used to go out there and do my jog, I used to wear hoodies too. I used to go jogging at night or in the early morning, but I would put like a reflective belt on so I didn't get hit by a damn car or something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, you can wear what you want to wear, B. Chances are anybody going to mess with you. You can wear hoodies right now. Guarantee anybody going to mess with you. Now, if you're walking into a – if you if you're walking into like a convenience store like – 12 o'clock at night with your hoodie on, your hands in your pockets, and you looking all super suspicious. They, 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 they don't, don't expect, don't, don't be surprised if people look at you suspicious. <laughs> I mean, look at you, nigga. It's 12 o'clock at night. You in here by yourself with the store clerk, hands in your pocket, hoodie on. I'm going to look at you suspicious too, whether you're white, black, or whatever. I'm going to be watching you too. Because we, we in the prime time hours of getting robbed. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, like, like, just keep it real, B. Keep it real. You're gonna be looking at people suspicious too. These are these are the robbing hours, <laughs> and that that I don't matter if you're white, black, or whatever. These are the prime time hours when niggas is getting guns put in their face. I'm looking at you suspicious too. So, I mean, I wish y'all would apply common sense instead of acting like y'all are just some, y'all be living in these alternate realities. Like, like social media is good for that. 
it be having a lot of you clowns out there actually believe in the crap y'all see. <laughs> they hunting us. They robbing us. Like I say, just go listen. Tomorrow when y'all are out there living your random life, doing your normal routines, just drive around, just pay attention, and see how many cops is out there beating up niggas just because they black, just because they bored on a Sunday. They mad they couldn't go to church and praise white Jesus. Now they're out there just whooping on niggas on a Sunday before they go to brunch uh, or, you know, before they go to the grandma in them house to go get some 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 uh some southern cooking. You know, southern cooking is the is the the white folks version of soul food. Just go just go drive around and look. Just roll through the hood and, and see how many and see how many cops is out there just 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 hopping out the car, flying over the hood of the car like Dukes of Hazard, just just chasing niggas down, whooping on them. Just 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 because they bored. They felt like getting a workout in that day. Just go, just go look. Just open your eyes and look. But if you leave it up to social media, it's happening every day, y'all. Oh, Lord. Because, you know, somebody's going to bring it up. Well, what about that dude in San Bernardino that just got killed? Well, uh, what's his name? I can't remember what his name is. It just happened like this weekend or something. Big, big chunky dude was, was wrestling with the cop. Cop put like four hot ones in him. But, but but that happened. He he walked up to the dude because what it is, if you see the video from the cop's vantage point, the cop literally walks up to the dude and pulls the gun out on the dude. And the and the guy and the black dude puts his hands in the air, then he drops his hand, pulls his pants, he try to pull his shorts back up, and then somehow it leads into them tussling. And you're like, when you look at the video, you're like, damn, he did the cop did just pull the gun out on him. Turns out the cop was called there because somebody called the police saying that there was a dude. That matched his description, a fat dude in a white t-shirt and black shorts, which he had on, who was who was who had a gun and was jumping up and down on cars. Like that was the information given to the damn cop when he got there. So when he gets there, he sees the dude. First thing the cop does is pull the gun out because he was just told he has a gun on him. It turns out the nigga actually had a gun on. <laughs> but you know, somebody will come back, man, they these out here doing this shit. Like, like I say, listen, just, just just hop in your car right now. What time is it? 11.42. Hop in the whip right now. Go down to the corner store and see how many cops is whooping on niggas right now. Guarantee you ain't going to see none. You might see them outside posted up unless some niggas out there cutting up. Man, they ain't out there. They, they, they just looking at y'all like, please don't do nothing so I can go home and I ain't got to get accused of police brutality tonight. <laughs> Come on, man. Think about that. We live in this climate. Everybody got a camera. I mean, let's just keep it a buck. You a police officer out there doing your job. Man, the last thing you want to be accused of is police brutality, y'all. You think cops is really out there trying to do, trying to go above and beyond to get accused of, of, of police brutality in this era? Were they trying to lock cops up every other day? You, you got to be an idiot to think that that's what's happening. Man, I can't wait to get out there and start whooping on niggas. Knowing damn well, all it takes is the wrong camera angle or, or some video footage that doesn't show the whole thing. Man, your face is all over the TV. You, you getting accused of, of doing all kind of crap. You got prosecutors trying to threaten to lock you up. And, and what? All for what? $30,000, $50,000 a year? I can see if they was paying you a hundred, two hundred grand a year, 
Nigga, these cops is getting paid like 40 bands a year, B. 50, 60 at max, especially for a beat cop. You think they really out there purposely trying to get accused of police brutality in this era, this era of Sean King and, and, and all the other social justice warriors out there. You got to be an idiot to think that that's what's going on, y'all. I guarantee these cops is out there. I guarantee these cops is out here trying to do everything in their power to not have to deal with you niggas. If these cops had a choice, they probably wouldn't even police the community. I guarantee they are. I guarantee when a cop gets a call and it's in the hood or they discover that wherever and they discover that it's a black person they got to deal with. I bet you these police are probably thinking, Lord, please let this black person just not cause any commotions, y'all. So we can all just go home and have a peaceful night. Lord, please don't let this nigga do something. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be accused of anything, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Sean King gonna get me. Oh Lord. Benjamin Crump gonna come after me. Al Sharpton, Tariq Nasheed. Oh Lord, please let these niggas do right, Lord. <laughs> please. <laughs> they gonna try to put me in jail. Oh, please. I'm just. Oh, man, please, Lord, please. Please let this nigga who just beat this old woman up, please just let him put his hands up and surrender in peace, Lord. Please. Because the moment they see you doing something, they're going to forget that he just whooped some old lady's ass. All they're going to see is you. <laughs> so let's just keep it a buck. Let's just keep it real. I don't believe these cops is out here trying to do a damn thing. They're trying to do everything in their power not to be accused of police brutality. Uh-oh. My damn Hold up. I'll just put my screensaver on. They're probably doing everything in their power to not get accused of police brutality, y'all. Let's just keep it, let's just keep it a buck. We ain't got a lot of kicking over here, y'all. But Looney Tune liberals, they'll tell you the opposite. They will tell you the opposite. It's hunting season. Everybody getting hunted. But yet these niggas stay on Twitter. They stay making videos. How come ain't nobody got them? And I don't want nothing to happen to them. But like I say, nothing ever happens to these people. <laughs> they be the loudest voices out here, living their best life, selling their Ogun juice. Nothing ever happened to these niggas. But everything happening to you, oh, y'all got to worry. Days coming to get you. What? All right, whatever. So, but this is what you get with liberalism. And look, I'm not telling you not to vote, because you know us, us who uh, have conservative values, we don't, we don't believe in trying to force our views upon you. I don't give a damn if you vote at all. That's your prerogative, your American right to vote or not to vote. And if you do decide to vote, you vote for who you want to vote for. That ain't none of my business. And if you do decide to tell me, guess what? It, it is what it is. I'm not going to come out there after you and try to discredit you, tear you down, yada, yada, yada. I may disagree with your beliefs if you if you vote for a liberal. But other than that, we can we can still go kick it after after we done voting and talking politics. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit around here and pretend like 
Your decisions is going to cause havoc in my life. You voting for Biden is just going to mess my entire world up outside of me potentially, you know, dealing with more leftist Looney Tune policies. Other than that, you know, we we would still be good, you know, if we was good before. I ain't got to disown nobody. Shit. <laughs> Liberals do. They do that crap. They're they the ones trying to punk you. Like, the hell with this crap. You got, what's that fat black chick talking about black women should stop sleeping with, with, uh, with black men, if they're gonna, if they're not voting uh, uh, Democrat, well, shit, nigga, where Becky at? Where the white women's at then? Black chicks, y'all think y'all can reserve the coochie from us, nigga? I go get a white chick with the quickness on your ass. I will go get a, I will go get an Anna Marie, a Becky, or a Chun Li on your ass and keep and keep it pushing. You ain't finna shame me and try to police my penis either. I'm gonna do what I wants to do. You think you the only you think you the only woman with coochie out here? There's white chicks out here getting it popping too. You finna shame me? You chicks is crazy. You chicks, I mean, these, these people are nuts. That who is that chick? She's this, this Looney Tune liberal chick. This overweight black woman, like legit overweight. I can't think of her name, but she recently came out and said something to the effect that that black women should stop giving up the goods to black men because uh, they, they, they don't they don't support liberalism and all this other crap. I say, go get you a white chick there, nigga. Go get you a Becky. Go get you an Anna Marie. Go get you a Chun Lee. Go get one and live your best life there. The hell with these chicks. To hell with them. You ain't finna try to control me over some coochie. The hell did you think you what, what the hell you think you got going on? And you you niggas that be falling for this crap. Like, like, I don't understand y'all. I ain't never let no coochie control me, and it ain't about to control me now. But you married. Guess what? My wife's my my wife's body don't control me either, nigga. When it comes to my core values as a as a damn fully functioning grown ass man. The hell out of here. And this coming from a chick, whatever her name is, don't nobody want to sleep with her to begin with. <laughs> what is that damn chick's name? Let me look it up. Don't nobody even want to sleep with this chick in the first damn place. Shout out to my man, Kate Coaching for the 10. He says, keep up the good work, bro. Appreciate that. All I'm saying is, look, if y'all believe in being men and, and, and acting accordingly, you know, it's just certain things you're going to have to, you're going to have to do. You, you got to stop letting people punk you. Because if you, if you really are, if you really are a man, if you really, yeah, same thing with Chelsea Handler. Now, it wasn't Chelsea Handler, but Chelsea Handler said something about that in regards to 50 Cent. Talking about you can't vote for Biden, uh, you can't vote for Trump because you're black. And then she's like, Chelsea Handler was like, uh, maybe I should give him, uh, if he votes for Biden, I'll give him some more coochie. Like, chick, you talking about 50 Cent. This nigga can have any chick he wants in the world, damn near. You some washed up old white chick. 
Like, like, what the hell are we talking about here? She uh, Chelsea Handler act like she's some top-notch 20-year-old white chick with perky breasts, a banging body, or whatever. Chick, you're like 50 damn years old now. Late 40s, 50s, whatever. <laughs> he can go have 20 of you that are 20 years younger than you. What the hell is he talking about? Nah, what is that black chick's name? Let me look up. I want to put a pic. Let me see. Uh, let me look. Black female who wants to withhold sex from black men. Let me see. Uh, la, 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 la. Man, she's some damn feminist, liberal chick. I can't. She, she's just overweight chick too, man. I don't know what her name is. I can't think of what her name is. I can't remember what her name is, but whatever. But yeah, she's this overweight chick talking about black women. We, we, we should withhold giving black men coochie. Chick, don't nobody want your coochie. And two, who cares? You ain't the only females on the planet. There are other ones out there. So, you know, you're not going to control me because you don't want to give me some coochie because you don't like my political leanings. The hell with you. <laughs> Brittany Cooper. That's her name. Let me put this chick on the screen. That is her name. Hold on. That is her name. Yeah, here we go right here. Let me put this chick on the screen for y'all. I don't know what the hell. Somebody said she a she a she a thespian. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she is. I don't care. This this who right here, y'all. Ew. This who this who out here talking this crazy talk, y'all. This her. This who out here talking this crazy talk, talking about black women need to to not give up the give up the goods. Who want her goods, y'all? Look, listen, come on, let's keep it a buck. Who out here trying to come on, son? Who out here trying to get with this? Like, like come on, man. Like, what, what, like, what are we talking about here? Who out here trying to smash this, y'all? Fellas. I mean, I know I know at least one of you niggas is. <laughs> one of you niggas is out here trying to hit this. But come on. I mean, ain't nobody, listen, ain't nobody actively trying to let it be known they trying to hit this. You know, one of you niggas might get drunk enough and try to creep over that later. But, but who out here trying to, who out here trying to, come on. Come on, son. Look, look at her feet, B. Look like like she's baking bread up in here. Who trying to smash this, y'all? I mean, I'm just keeping it honest. I'm just keeping it a buck. I ain't trying to be mean. And she's 39 years old, y'all. The crunk feminists. 
Like, come on, son. What are we talking about here? Who out here trying to smash this? Like, let's just keep it a buck. Let's just keep it a buck. You come on, son. But this is this is who out here is who's who's trying to who out here trying to call the shots on 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 whether or not women should black women should uh should sleep with black men based off of how they vote. Well, nigga, if if if, if this is who's leading that movement. Where the white women's at? Where the white women's at? If this is who's leading this charge, give me a white women's. I want the whitest of the white chicks. I want, I want a chick that's just super white in all her mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? If 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 that's the if that's the way this thing's gonna go, I want a super white chick. I want a white chick that ain't never seen a black person in real life type of chick. You know what I mean? If that's how this thing finna go, if if if, if black women are are le- taking their cues from Brittany Cooper, I want I want a I want a I want a uh, what's what's old girl name from the Bundys? Uh, the daughter. What was her name? Not Peg. What was the daughter's name? Christina Applegate. What was her character on, on Married with Children? I want a chick like that. <laughs> ah, I want a chick like that. I want a chick that, you know what I mean? Fuck out of here. So, you know what I mean? But guess what? I ain't going to be out Yeah, Kelly Bundy. I want a Kelly Bundy. You know what I mean? But I ain't going to be out here. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be out here telling y'all that y'all can't do certain things. But this is what liberals do. Y'all see any conservative women come out here and be like, if if these men don't vote conservative, we're not going to give them any coochie. <laughs> you, seen any, you seen any conservative chicks talking this foolishness, whether or not they white, black, or whatever? This is liberalism, y'all. This is why I can't co-sign it. It's just a free-for-all. Anything goes, and we're going to shove it in your face and make you conform to our way of thinking. Look, I don't have a problem with the anything goes to a certain extent. I have a problem with you trying to shove it in my face and force me to conform to your anything goes. That is my biggest issue with liberalism. That's why I cannot be a liberal. They try to force their views onto you. I don't like that. I don't want somebody else telling me how I should live my life because they live their life a certain way. Go live your life however you want to live it. So as long as your life doesn't interfere with the quality of my life, we'll be all right. But they can't accept that. They can't accept the fact that you're not doing the things that they're doing the exact way that they're doing it. They can't accept it. That is the problem with liberals. That is why I can never be one. And I cannot vote for a politician who supports people or panders to people who believe it is it's their right to try to enforce their views upon me on my lifestyle. 
because of how they feel. Fuck your feels. Do what you want to do, but stop trying to tell me how I'm supposed to live my life. Especially if what I'm doing is not interfering with your life. That's why I can never vote for a liberal. And that is why I voted for Donald Trump. And with that, I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace.